Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with Appendix 3, Part 3, pages 350 through 353. This is the pastoral letter from 1923, Part 3. Thus all the ages, both in life and in practice, hold to this principle, wherever Peter is, there is the Church. All affirm with St. Augustine, Rome has spoken, the matter is settled. During the 19th century, that unbelieving and unstable age, all the bishops of the Church convened for the Vatican Council and clearly proclaimed to the whole world that the Pope has the supreme authority in the Church, and that when he teaches as head and shepherd of the whole Church on matters of faith or morals, he cannot err. No Pope has ever been mistaken in this respect, nor has the Rock of St. Peter ever floundered. The gates of hell have not and will not prevail against it. Christ himself, the God-man, has said it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. See Luke chapter 21, verse 33. Whatever has been built by the hands of man in time falls apart and disappears. The invincible spears of the Roman legion have turned to dust, and the Roman Empire itself has fallen. The words of the pagan philosophers are heard no more. The terrible heresies which once, like furious waves of the sea, roaring and foaming, crashed against the rock of Peter, have all been dispersed. Yet the rock of Peter remains the same, unmoved, unfaltering. Its divine power becomes ever more evident, and its glory and dignity grow ever greater. And in our time as well, have we not witnessed how the most powerful thrones have come crashing down, how the most powerful states have fallen, while the Pope, without an army, without any weapons, still sits upon the throne of Peter and rules the world? War-torn humanity more and more often turns its eyes toward him. Throughout the world, especially among intellectuals, among those who reflect more deeply, one can detect a strong reorientation toward the faith and the church. Just as during the times of the early church, so throughout the ensuing ages up until now, the Pope continues to fulfill his mission as ambassador of God. While the world is drawing ever farther away from God, the fountain of truth, through greatly respecting scientific thought, though greatly respecting scientific thought, it sinks ever deeper into the morass of false and irrational theories. The Pope stands guard over eternal truth and unchanging principles and courageously proclaims them, while the world follows high-sounding slogans without the love of God and bases its life on selfishness and greed, promoting already deeply rooted injustices, exploitation, conquest, and violence. Having no real regard for justice, the Pope, as always, guards the principles of justice and bravely reminds the world of them. While faith in God has declined in the world 
and pride and hatred have grown, as have egotistical class, party, and national strife. When the terrible world war touched all nations and countries, and despite the loud cries for equality and brotherhood, rivers of blood flowed in battle, only the Pope has courageously called and still calls us to love and mercy, to tranquility and peace. He alone speaks to all, both to individuals and to nations, constantly reminding them that we are all children of one Father in heaven and brothers to one another. Among us, there should be no freedmen or slaves, no conquerors or conquered, no Greeks or Romans or Jew, but we are all brothers in Christ, and we will never have genuine and abiding peace and tranquility unless it is supported by God's truth and justice. It will not be good to live in this world unless we unite in one true brotherly love of God within a harmonious community, working together like the real family of God. The Holy See, both in ancient times and at present, keeps everything in balance. As people draw away from God and they lose their balance and begin to fall toward perdition, both in the sphere of morality and spirituality and in ordinary life as well. If only the whole world would return to the Catholic Church and be supported by the rock of Peter. If only it would begin really to live according to the principles of faith, then, doubtless, there would be less sorrow in the world, less evil and fewer wars, and the peace and blessings of God would be upon it. The world would then become the paradise we all long for. We are blessed that as a Catholic nation, we, are, we belong to the Catholic Church and stand upon the rock of Peter. We are blessed that our head is Pope Pius XI, who has visited our country and celebrated Mass in our cathedral, who knows our misfortunes, our weaknesses, and our concerns. Like no one else, he keeps us in his heart, and through my lips, his unworthy servant, sends his fatherly greeting and apostolic blessing to all the clergy and the faithful. And so let us cast aside everything that is evil. Let drunkenness, immorality, exploitation, deceit, and every kind of injury disappear from our land. Let all discord and quarrels among us come to an end. Strengthened by the Pope's blessing, which is a sign of God's blessing, let us stand together as befits children of the same country, the same church, and the same God. Let us stand together with one heart and one soul to accomplish our common task in unity. May the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Given in Vilnius on the Feast of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, September 8, 1923. In this last part of the pastoral letter, Blessed George reflects on the saying, wherever Peter is, meaning the Pope, there is the Church. He reflects on the First Vatican Council, which was convened by Pope Pius IX. It was in session from 1869 to 1870. That council taught about the infallibility of the Pope when he teaches as head and shepherd on matters of faith or morality. George reflects on how 
all human enterprises have eventually fallen apart, such as the Roman Empire and many others. Only the Church has lasted through the centuries. This is another beautiful pastoral letter from Blessed George. He reminds the faithful of their identity as Catholics and what a treasure we have in the Catholic Church. In the next episode, I'll conclude this podcast by telling you about the rest of Blessed George's life. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you, with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.